Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about the Undying Season Pass. I want to give a review about it and also talk about ways I think they could make it better. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. It'll bring you right to my channel, and I'm usually streaming when these hit the feeds. So saynotorage.com will bring you to me if you want to interact live with these discussions. So the Undying Season Pass has been you know, a point of... I think mostly celebration from people, but also cause for like, man, I wish it did more. I'd love to see it be better for hardcore players. So I wanted to talk about how this really landed, I think, on the community, especially considering these season passes are going to be mainstays and sort of central centerpieces of the content going forward. So when Season of Dawn rolls around, this is going to be one of the major you know, pr- components of your grind in addition to the artifact. We already did a video on the artifact, so let's do one on the pass. So I want to talk first about how this was a great first run. Then I want to talk about what about after? Like, what are you, what are you doing when you're done, when it's completed? And then I want to end by saying other pieces of the game. I do think this this grind in particular can inform other pieces of the game. We just got done having a discussion about NPCs in the chat and about how underutilized they are, and we want to see more you know vendors get some good refreshes. We might do an entire video about the lack of vendor refresh and what we would like to see them do with the vendors in the tower, as well as maybe even the vendors on the planet. So let's just say it's a first good run. It's a brand new concept to Destiny. We've never had anything like this before where you just play and you're just getting stuff. We have had books from SRL and things in the past where as you're doing things in the game, they're giving you stuff. This is literally just play and periodically you're getting stuff to drop. And obviously, if you remember, the front end of the you know season pass was very, very full levels, I would say, all the way till about you know 30 is when it slows down. So a third of the way in, I mean, it's, it's cracking up pretty good and that makes sense they want the earlier part of the season to feel really rewarding and exciting and obviously the more casual players are are seeing these things uh, a little bit more frequently because they're so close together i think the idea is actually great for casuals it's totally one of the best ideas they probably had for those casual players that just want to boot up and play and don't really want to focus on different activities and going into pieces of the game they, they might not enjoy this also pairs really really well with the artifacts like just play the game and you're making progress and you're sensing that level and you're getting those new things to try out this is this is just a really really great pairing with that so it's great for casuals it's decent for hardcore players i think hardcore players enjoyed this you know initially it was like oh this is pretty nice we're getting stuff on a pretty regular basis some of us were even figuring out how to use this uh with leveling you know making sure we can get we you know you could gap fill with this if you were careful and 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 made you know your selections at the right time so i i think they could go further with it and you know how it kind of lands on the hardcore player i also think people that are you know really taking the eververse to task and acting like we don't really get enough we, you know they took away the engrams from the eververse now we're just getting nostalgic engrams if you actually go through here and add everything up, this is only $10, okay? Season of the Undying, if you just wanted this pass, is $10. Season of Dawn, it's only $10. And inside of here, if you add up the exotic ornament, the exotic emote, the ornaments for the two legendary weapons, the entire ornamental armor set, uh, the exotic ship, uh, the also the... Um, 
the you, you get uh, oh and you get a gun you get an exotic gun and you get two guns if you ignore the guns because they would never sell that in the eververse but you look at the ornamental things the emote the ship uh, there's also a shader at the very very beginning you actually get somewhere between like 30 and 40 dollars worth of silver of stuff if you were to go to the eververse and buy an exotic ornament an exotic emote an exotic ship two ornaments for two legendary weapons an entire ornamental set you also have to consider you get three ornamental sets you get one for every every class there is easily 30 to 40 dollars worth of stuff in here if you count the you know the fact that there's enough stuff there's there's armor sets for all three classes the the amount of stuff you get silver wise is well beyond ten dollars if you were looking at the eververse and it's like i've got ten dollars to spend on cosmetic vanity items you would never get this amount of stuff so the value the value of the season pass i think is very very good and people need to keep that perspective when they are looking at the eververse and looking at prices and acting like this is absurd this is expensive they are really, really generous with the season pass and what you get. And the stuff looks really cool. They're not giving you junk for crying out loud. I mean, the Ariana's Val ornaments, uh, you know, the Clash of Swords ornaments, very, 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 very cool stuff, I think. I mean, obviously it's subjective. You might not think it's cool at all. But the big question a lot of people have is, well, what about after? You know, Lono's at 136. There are people in the 200s and beyond. You know, they just keep leveling it up, keep leveling it up. You do get the nostalgics every five, even after you complete it. That's a nice touch. But let's talk about that next. What about after? You know, what what about after? What are we what are we doing beyond 100? I think a prestige version would be a great, great iteration on this idea for next season. There could be like a lane down here that opens up and appears once you hit level 100. Number one, that would be a really, really good way to show you, hey, you're getting nostalgic engrams every five levels. They could give diminished, you know, diminished amounts of the currency items. Maybe instead of, you know, three upgrade modules, you only get one, you know, a thousand glimmer. Just take all these down, give diminished, give diminished amounts. And you just keep getting those no matter how many times you rerun the thing you know if you're on 209 you would be right here you would get this you know you'd get a little bit of glimmer just something to you know give you that sense of like not only is the number going up but i'm getting a little something for my time um and they could maybe even tie like a prestige emblem to this so you could get the prestige emblem for hitting 100 and then every level beyond that it tracks it on the emblem you know 109 110 200 and whatever as you just continue to play i don't see why you wouldn't do this it's just a little something extra for the hardcore players to feel like you know what this thing is still a part of my daily and weekly grind routine especially the people that are really going crazy for the uh, leveling up the artifact right they're doing bounties they're leveling up the artifact they would easily you know find this as a nice little you know it's a little co-op co uh you know, partner in crime to the, you know, to the artifact that continues even after you, you prestige it once. And, you know, the emblem, smaller amounts of currency, and maybe even other versions of items. There could be different versions of these emblems that are slight or shaders that are slightly different just to give people that reason of like, oh, I'm, you know, I've, I've prestiged it. You know, I'm still getting stuff. And I know people aren't really fond of the nostalgic engrams. But you have to remember what the nostalgic engrams are going to do over time. Eventually, you're going to look in here and see stuff that maybe you didn't get from a past season, maybe you missed out on. This is a great, you know, backstop of protection against completely missing out on stuff like this, like the Vigil of Saint-14 
ornament. So the nostalgic engrams are there, I think, to be a nice protection against you missing out on stuff. Lastly, not only do I think they need to think about re- replaying the the actual season pass, like resetting it, prestiging it, let's talk about other pieces of the game. The more I look at this, the more I get the sense that like leveling the artifact and leveling this and getting rewards as you go gives me a good feeling as a Destiny player. The more I feel like this needs to spread to other pieces of the game. Grinding rank with bounties could be in other places. The idea that you're grinding rank on a particular planetary NPC, you're you know leveling up your rank with Ikora the more you run Vex Offensive or Zavala or Shax. I still think this is now the second year. It's been two years. It was December of 2017 where I really, really hammered this home that ranking up NPCs is a, is a, is untapped potential for cosmetic items, ghost ships, sparrows, ornaments for your weapons and armor that could be in their, you know, in their pools. And I know people will be like, oh, but you're taking stuff out of the Eververse Bungie doesn't seem to want to do that. If you made it really, really difficult to do, so like maybe you couldn't get everything done on every single planet, you could obviously then come here and say, hey, you didn't get that, you know, that IO sparrow or ship because you were focused on Nessus and EDZ. They could sell it in the Eververse. That's another way of like giving you the option to grind for what matters to you most while also then kind of directing the player to say, hey, we have all these really, really cool, you know, cosmetics in the game that you can grind for on the planets and on the NPCs probably not conceivably you're going to get every single one throughout the entire season because it would be maybe a bit of a slow burn or maybe you really have to capitalize when it's the flashpoint or something and that would be a good way to meld those two systems together of I do want Bungie to be profitable I know people are going to continue to give me crap and grief about that but I want them to make a lot of money because that's more content more departments potentially more employees getting hired so we don't want to create systems that grade against their ability to have a successful micro store because I think the micro store is important to the future of the franchise and I do think it is tasteful and respectful of the player now beyond that I just think NPCs continue to be underutilized Uh, an example I would give is Ikora why not grind Ikora this season and level up your ranking with her and then maybe that'd be an opportunity for ornaments on those four weapons that she has nobody really likes those those leafy ornamental looks anyway uh, you could give us an ornament to clean up you know the uh, those Vex offensive weapons do the same thing with Shax and Zavala you could say hey uh, ornamental sets from past seasons if you like uh, this armor set from that season or this armor set from this time you can grind this season get your level up with those guys and then unlock those ornamental sets for your armor uh, maybe even ornamental sets again for the guns again I know some people might look at that and say oh that's it that's kind of at odds with the Eververse but again if it's giving you the idea that investment leads to customization and reward it might make people more accepting of having a microtransaction store if you're empowering them to chase specific things like maybe there's a particular ship or ghost on a planet that they really like over and above the rest and then they're sort of like maybe driven to buy them later because they're like I didn't have time to get them I'm going to get them overall I think the season pass is a win i think it's good for the community to have that just sort of always something rhythm grind happening there just needs to be something beyond 100 and grinding for reward like this should be probably be present in other parts of the game as well if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can probably catch me live right now at say no to rage.com if you're here live right now we're about to go to q a as always please like share and subscribe
Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a Q&A session that followed my review of the season pass for Season of the Undying. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. I am probably live, and if you go to saynotorage.com, you would find my channel live if you want to join in these discussions. This is going to be one of those ones that I cut short after 40 minutes because we reset got bumped back to noon because of the time change. So we're going to try and jump in right away and figure out the raid challenge. So let's jump right into the questions. I'll try and be quick so we get through all of them. Jay Phoebes, do you feel season play uh, is the future of Destiny? I personally feel that it is headed in a great direction and wanted to get your thoughts on the state of the game with seasons versus year one. I think seasons work way better, especially with the season pass, the artifact, and the trickle of content right now has been great. Last week was a little weird. I think they jammed a bunch of stuff in last week because of the delay. So we got a brand new event in the in the Sorrows Harbor event, a public event. We got the dungeon. We got a Xenophage quest, and we got the lo- uh, Festival of the Lost. More than likely, Festival of the Lost is supposed to land on its own. I don't think Festival of the Lost works in ev- as an event when it's not by itself. If it's alongside other activities, it just gets overwhelmed by the fact that it's it's not that big of an event. It only kind of works as like a free event, nothing really going on. So I think last week got jammed full because they're they're going to run out of time if they don't start, you know, putting out stuff. So I actually think the seasonal trickle is fantastic. There's always something happening every week, new difficulties, new grinds, new things to go for. Um I just in 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 that last week, it was like Festival of the Lost just should be kind of like a, hey, there's nothing going on. This is all that's happening this week is Festival of the Lost. So the the rhythm got a little like shoved because they pushed back the the launch of Shadowkeep. So I don't necessarily think the year one method or the tentpole DLC method was working. We would wait really, really long periods of time, nothing really happening. We would burn through the contents. Um, and then we'd have to wait. You know, you'd burn through the content, and they tried to trickle. They tried to trickle the weapons with Curse of Osiris. They tried to trickle everything with uh, Warmind. But after about a month and a half, people are like, "I'm done, dude. I'm not. You know, I don't know. I'm done." I think a Bungie would have had the choice. They would have canceled Festival of the Lost. I don't know. It's free. It gets. It's, it's. It's. It changes the tower. It gets people in the holiday spirit. I don't know. I think it's fine. Uh, Ozzy Mandia. Here's an interesting market analysis Steam released a few years back. Sales of 75% or more increased sales on their platform by 450% or more, generating more revenue than the more conservative discounts. I feel Bungie should leverage this. So when they do a 75% sale, it increases sales on the platform by 450%. Well, they just did this. They just discounted... Uh, Shadow, I'm sorry, they just discounted Forsaken uh, like a week ago by a lot. It was like 15 bucks off the 25. Um, Also, um, New Light is free, so getting people in the door is the ticket. You get people in the door, they try it out, they become an addict of Destiny, and then they're going to buy the content. So, I don't necessarily know if they need to suddenly start marking things down 75%. Now, there's a time and a place for this. Shadowkeep can get discounted in December, right? Hey, if you've been checking out New Light and you've been checking out Forsaken and you're liking it, we'll do a we'll do a discount on the DLC. Now, if you're talking about discounting cosmetics to generate sales, I, 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 I'm agreeing with Eugene in chat. Like, you're, you're making a false equivalency. It's not the same. Like, 
people are motivated to buy content when it's on sale they see that slash they see that dlc for 10 bucks instead of 20 bucks and they're like oh my gosh i should buy it right it's like when your significant other tells you oh no but i saved money i saved money the shoes were half off that you know this was half off and it's like you didn't save money spending money is the opposite of saving money you bought into the idea that i must buy i'm saving money because they're giving me to this at a discount like it's the same idea so I, I don't think they need to do anything with the cosmetics. I think people really are underestimating just how little they know about market research and the psychology of value perception that goes into seeing a price. If everything is dirt cheap, nobody spends money. I, I, I don't think companies that are the size of Bungie haven't done their due diligence in market research. I don't think we're sitting here in a Twitch chat and me sitting here in my, in my, in my chair being a streamer I don't think we have a freaking clue what pricing structures of microtransactions should be. I also think companies like Bungie probably have a much better idea on how to do it. Number one, they've been doing it for five years. Number two, they have departments that research this. We're just like looking at it from a very narrow perspective of, oh my gosh, I would spend money if it was cheaper. Maybe you're saying that, but you're only saying that with the knowledge of the current prices. You might not if everything was dirt cheap. You might be like, well, everything is dirt cheap. I don't really care. It's all common, cheap garbage. You know? I, I think people overestimate their own their own perception of what they would spend and what they wouldn't spend, and they think that they think that's shared by everybody in the community. I literally saw somebody in chat last night during the during the talk saying everyone doesn't like this everyone thinks the prices should be cheaper and i'm like who in the blue frick are you i didn't realize we had the 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 millions of players mouthpiece in the chat that could tell us exactly what people thought of the micros in destiny i got news for you i think the store is probably doing a pretty awesome job and i think the lion's share of the people that play this game aren't going to reddit the forums or twitter to complain about it i think we get a very very hot slice of the community that argues about it and i think they are a gigantic uh minority which is a which is an oxymoron (laughs) it's a very loud minority right i don't think most of the player base is um is is getting that upset i also don't think bungie's gonna trot out a store and a micro spending system that is that is thoughtless and bat and, and poorly designed i think by now they've learned how to get people to click the button how to get people to spend money and they know more than us um they just do i, I i'm i'm always in this regard gonna plead ignorance and be like they know what they're doing like there's plenty of research there's plenty even before micro spending was a thing there's plenty of market research and spending habits have been analyzed on people that when stuff is too cheap they devalue it and i just i don't i don't think they're there's a lot of room right now to just start like like lowering cost of cosmetics ashen hollow i love the season pass great value however my biggest complaint are the nostalgic engrams as they do nothing for me uh but funnel me to test you don't have to go to test you can do it when you're in or you can do it anywhere should they let nostalgic engrams give you bright dust or perhaps give you upgrade mats instead 
I don't think they want to mess with Bright Dust Turnover, but just so you know, you can you, anywhere you are in the game, you can come to this site, you can come to this menu of the store, and you can cash in your nostalgic ingrams. And then obviously you can buy bundles, but nobody's going to do that if you have everything. The nostalgic ingrams are not there for you to be getting stuff. They're there as a backstop and a protection. Did you miss that on an emote? I got an emote the other day. I got the one where he's like holding the chicken. I didn't have that one. I never got it in the past. I somehow missed out on it. And I got an exotic emote from the nostalgic that I wouldn't have gotten any other way. Um, yeah, I was going to test too. You don't have to go to test. Um, nostalgic engrams can drop bright dust. I don't know. I, I don't know if you get bright dust from them. I've not seen that. I've opened up an awful lot of them, and I don't know if I've ever seen bright dust. If that's a low chance, like that kind of doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it's 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 there for you to clear. It's it's there for you to fill out <clears throat> your collections as well. As well as. Think about how many new light players are getting just free. This is the thing that kills me too when people bring up the microtransactions and they're like, yeah, but they're taking advantage of the new players that don't have any bright dust. You do understand that new players are getting a junk ton of free cosmetics off of nostalgics. You know that, right? Like, oh, apparently you can get bright dust. I got some this morning, 250 with a shader. Oh, well, it's got to be a pretty low drop rate. Like, all the new light players that are working their way through this that have never touched Destiny, dude, you know how much stuff they're getting that they wouldn't get otherwise? So many cool cosmetics, emotes, in, you know, uh, uh, ornaments, ships, and sparrows and stuff <clears throat> that they wouldn't have gotten without the nostalgics. I, I, I think that we're forgetting, we're forgetting that there's lots of people playing right now that don't have all these things. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. <clears throat> I ate a snack before here and I got like a piece <clears throat> a piece of food like <clears throat> got stuck and it's tickling my throat. Gee many Christmas. So the number of people that are using new light players to say that the bright dust, the lack of bright dust, the bright dust earn rates not fair to them, I think new light players are probably just swimming in cool stuff. They're like, dude, I got a sparrow and it's on fire. Or, oh my gosh, I got this transmat effect. It looks like a lightning storm. And, oh, look at all these shaders I can get. And, you know, the ghost projections, are, I don't think, are as cool. And then, you know, they, look at these exotic ships you can get. You know what I'm saying? I think people need to understand that nostalgic... No, not everything is there to land on you as a, as a value point of 10, right? Sometimes, sometimes people are getting a value of like a three or a four from something and the guy next to you it's like a value of like nine you know i bet 90 percent of the players don't have everything right a lot of the players not even new light players you know casual carla and laid back larry who just periodically play the game they're getting these ingrams they're like oh look at this cool stuff i got that's why I don't think a lot of players are, are give a rip about the cosmetic store. They're like, dude, I'm getting stuff all the time. I'm getting I'm getting sparrows and ships and ghosts and things that are, you know, that to them are, are cool because they just they've never had them before. So I, I think that we're we're maybe undervaluing something because it just doesn't land on us. You know, it's 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 undervalued by you because you're like, why well, have everything? It's not there for you. That's what Zur is. Zur is not there for you every week without fail. 
without fail. What Zerg got, man? More trash? You know, yeah, Mr. Thousand Hours a Season. Of course he's got trash. You have everything. What's he gonna do? Show up with like a milkshake that you can buy that nope, you've never had before? It's like, you uh, he's not there for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's not there for you. He's not, he's not there to sell you pretty much anything. That's not his job. Zer is there as a backstop, you know? He's there as a backstop and a protection, just like nostalgic engrams. Servo actuator with two months of subs. <clears throat> Thanks for the no ads. Constantly dipping in and out at work. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. This is terrible. I got this tickle in my throat. <coughs> I apologize to the audio version uh, listeners. I can't. I can't get it to go away. <clears throat> I'm trying. Domo the Russian. You think people would be less concerned uh, and more accepting of current Eververse if the game had some features brought back? We're missing Arms Day from Banshee, new weapons from vendors. There's no reason for us to dump tokens into Shaq, Zavala, and all the planetary vendors. All we got is year one stuff that can be randomly rolled, but they haven't changed, uh, if even that rarely. But Eververse is getting treatment seemingly more than anyone else. I mean... Try not to write a book next time. <laughs> that you're ignoring everything else we did get, right? This is one of the things that people are doing. You're closing your eyes to what we did get. Let me ask you something. Do you want vendor refreshes in the tower, or do you want a new location with a new NPC and a new loot pool? Do you want a new activity and a new loot pool? Which do you want? I, for one, want new activities, new NPCs, new loot pools, new things to go do, and I got that. I got the lectern. I got I got Eris. I got a, I got a loot pool up here in Sorrow's Harbor with the altars of sorrow. I, I've got the vex offensive. I've got the weapons there. Like you can't. You're, you're you're like you're like this. You're like all that matters to me is the tower and the NPCs in the tower. It. it you bought a DLC. You bought a DLC, and that's what you got. I, I think people are looking at the wrong thing. We got Eris. We got uh, her bounties. Unfortunately, she doesn't have her own loot pool, but she has the Lecture, and that's essentially her loot pool. That's the Moon's loot pool, okay, with all those weapons. And then you got Vex Offensive, and then you got the Altars of Altar of Sorrow, and then you got the Dungeon, and then you got the Raid, okay? And you're worried about vendor refreshes. Like, I just, I don't understand that. I don't. We used to get both. Right, and everybody keeps forgetting this fact. This simple, simple fact. The vendor refreshes we got in Rise of Iron were 90% junk. You didn't go to New Monarchy and buy a bunch of their weapons. Dead Orbit or Future War Cult or, or uh, the Vanguard or, uh, or the Crucible. You weren't buying things from those vendors. It was 90% junk. I would rather have them fill the game with intentional, volitional grinds like Ikora and the lectern I would much rather them do that than fill the game with trash that makes you feel this illusion of like oh they're doing so much and giving me so much I didn't go for any of that stuff like rise of iron what what did I grind for in rise of iron do you guys remember what did I grind what did you grind we did rather the machine and then there was what imago loop and then stolen will shotgun and I don't know, there wasn't that much else. And I know near the end, they did vendor rerolls each week, but that's stupid too. That's stupid too. 
You 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 want to buy a god roll from the tower? That's that's not what we want. We want content loops where you can go grind for stuff and you got it. This is what everybody's doing, okay? This is what everybody's doing. I want everything in the Eververse. I want to earn stuff in the Eververse. You can earn a pretty good amount of it. You got to do your bounties and earn your bright dust. Well, I don't want to do that. Uh, okay. I want vendor refreshes. I want new loot. Uh, a brand new vendor over here. Brand new vendor here. Brand new activity here. Brand new activity here. All these things have loot pools and things for you to grind. Well, yeah, but I don't want to do that. I, I want this instead. It's like value what you're 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 getting. I guess people are like, why can't we have both? Why can't we have both? I don't know. It was a $35 DLC that we were told ahead of time was going to be likely the size of Rise of Iron and there's a self-published Bungie. They're trying to figure out the rhythm of trickle content and they want the content to be substantive and enjoyable and that doesn't mean that they can just dump loot into vendors. They can't just keep... I, I, I don't... You can't just keep dumping dumping stuff into vendors, right? Lono changes his mind so much. One moment he's like, I want a vendor refresh and the other moment he's like, I don't want a vendor refresh. You gotta really try to keep up with me if you're gonna try to say I contradict myself because you're 100% wrong. First of all, in my vendor refresh video, I actually said that I was glad they didn't do a vendor refresh because it would have muddied the waters and people would have largely said, oh my gosh, what am I paying for? I'm paying for reskins. Am I paying for shadow keep? Am I paying for new content? Oh, am I paying for reskins? I said that they could do those vendor refreshes later for free, later on, as a trickle of some of the old stuff being brought into the new. So, you're wrong there. I never actually argued that I wanted vendor refreshes. Now, when I say vendors are untapped potential and should be updated you're misunderstanding me if you think I'm saying oh we should have gotten that in shadow keep I just said a moment ago if you give me the decision between filling a vendor with a bunch of junk or giving me a new activity with an intentional grind of new loot I'm gonna take the intentional grind activity every single time You've been asking for render reset for months and you flip back and then you, uh, after they didn't do it, don't lie, bro. Try to keep up, Rusty, because you sound like a freaking idiot. I actually never once said, I'm demanding vendor resets. I said vendors are untapped potential and when we found out they weren't doing a vendor refresh, I literally made a video and said, you know what? I've changed my position on this and here's why. Because all people would have done is said, we're paying for reskins. We're paying for reskins. I'm not lying. You can go back and watch all my content. You're about to get boxed around the ring like Muhammad Ali. You don't know who the frick you're talking to. I have consistently said vendors are great for iteration, evolution. Just last night said all the vendors should mimic Ikora. I stand by that. But I'm not going to criticize Shadowkeep and say, dude, they needed to vendor refresh these guys and ignore all the stuff that we've got been listening since drifter bro you're wrong you're you're stupid sorry you're too dumb to keep up with my content if you think that sorry you're too dumb to accept the fact that i've covered this game for you know how long since it's come out and you're going to come in here and make false claims about my content i'm sorry you're too dumb to keep up maybe i talk too fast for your tiny brain so come back another time maybe you're annoying me um insult my intelligence yeah and i'll ban you um i've never once i've never once said we don't i don't want vendor refreshes i've never once said that i've said right now the primary thing that we're missing out on is the fact that they've given us new vendors and given us new loot pursuits I've also said and maintained the vendors in the tower are ripe for innovation and ripe for new things like 
Ikora. They need to take Ikora's system and give it to Zavala, Shax, and Saladin. Again, if you're too stupid to keep up and your brain's too small to accept all that nuance because you're a dichotomous drone on the internet that I'm either a shill or a, a, a whiner, then you need to find another stream to hang out in. It's very, very clear what I'm saying. I'm not saying never refresh them. I don't want vendor refreshes. You're putting words in my mouth, which is typically what weak people do. They just create dumb arguments and make it sound like that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I don't want vendor refreshes. I'm saying when I look at Shadowkeep, we really didn't need vendor refreshes because all we would have gotten is a bunch of junk traditionally when they did it for rise of iron it was a bunch of junk if they would have reskinned a bunch of the year one stuff people would have been like i paid for shadow keep and you gave me old stuff instead what we got were new vendors new activities new loot pursuits now if you go into future seasons i'm going to continue to stand by what i said two years ago and continue to say vendors are ripe for innovation vendors are ripe for being updated but that doesn't mean we do that with a bunch of junk it needs to be in an intentional very 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 smart and in and, and directional way like we got with ikora like i can maintain both things i can say we didn't really need a vendor refresh in shadow keep because we got all this stuff over here however i would like to see what ikora has become the standard i don't want zach shacks and zavala just to get refreshed for the sake of refresh what i would like to see is the ikora model which i've argued this since ada was put in the game take the ada model informs the ikora model informs zavala and informs shack shacks so they're getting an update but it's not in a yeah just fill them with new stuff every season please we just want vendor refreshes I don't think vendor refreshes is what we need we need vendor innovation they need to be more than just like a a place for you to go buy stuff which is why I reference rise of iron they just put a bunch of junk in their inventory new monarchy dead orbit future war cult vanguard and crucible all got a bunch of new guns in rise of iron and 90% of it was trash so I was engaging with people saying we used to we used to why not both Lono, we used to. Yep, and it was all junk. It was all junk. And then when they gave us random rolls in the tower, it felt cheesy. It was like, well, let's go check all the random rolls in the tower and go buy a god roll. So no, I'm not wrong. I'm not misrepresenting my argumentation and I'm not contradicting myself. You can argue for both. I can argue that like old vendor refreshes aren't worth doing while also saying we probably could use some vendor innovation. We probably could use some updates to the vendors. I'm allowed to do both. So don't come at me with like this, like, I've been here, blah, blah, blah. I'm only going to speak up when there's an opportunity for make it look like you're wrong. Like, get the frick out of here. You're not contributing to the conversation. You're just waiting for a moment to try to contradict me. Like, find a new place to hang out. Uh, it's relics. I don't know if this was talked about before, but I'd love uh, to have seen either silver or bright dust in the season pass. Other companies, yeah, this has come up before in other conversations. If you actually add up the amount of Eververse items you get in here, especially across three characters, it's like $60 worth of Eververse stuff. They don't need to give you silver, right? It, it you don't you don't need giving you giving you silver in here they give you some bright dust but if you look at the exotic uh, ornament 
uh, exotic ship, exotic emote, and then the full armor sets for three classes, ornaments for two weapons. You get a ridiculous amount of Eververse stuff in here. This is $10, and you get like 50 bucks or more worth of stuff that you'd have to buy in the Eververse if it wasn't in here. So the value of the season pass is unbelievably worth it. You get a lot of stuff, and they don't need to give you silver too. I just don't think that that's needed. Uh, vendor innovation is a far cry from being the same as a vendor refresh. Again, people are just waiting to like prove me wrong. That's why I bop people like that. Just get the frick out of here. You're not a member of the community. You're not here adding to the conversation. You're waiting for that gotcha moment so you can clip snipe me or try and be like, look at this guy flip flopping. Like I see them clip snipe me all the time. They try and grab things out of context where I'm engaging with a particular argument which is we used to get vendor refreshes in the past I talk about how devalued and and not great those were and how we got you got blinders on you're ignoring all the stuff we've got now and then somebody's like well you're flip flopping one minute you want vendor refreshes and the next minute you don't no I don't want vendor refreshes like we got in the past I want actual innovation right I don't want them to just be like here's a bunch of junk and a bunch of trash I look at the value and say Ikora, the Lectern, Ada, the Chalice, and the Vex Offensive as an activity, the Escalation Protocol activity, Altar of Sorrow. I look at those activities and say, these are valuable. Let's replicate that elsewhere. That's why we didn't need vendor refreshes right now. We paid for Shadowkeep. We got Shadowkeep. In the future, if they want to do things with those NPCs, they can. But I'm telling you right now, if they would have done anything with any weapons and given us random rolls on them, the same people that want vendor refresh would be like, I can't believe I paid for Shadowkeep and they gave me a bunch of reskins. What are we paying for, Bungie? What is this? Why are we paying for this? That was one of the reasons I changed. That was one of the reasons I changed my mind about, oh, I was disappointed. I was like, no vendor refresh in Shadowkeep? What the frick? And I was one of the ones saying, why not update all the NPCs on the planets? Give them year one weapons. And when I started to see the criticisms arising about the moon being a reskin and the nightmares being reskins, content wasn't even out yet. I changed my position. I was like, they need to wait. I still want those things. I'm not saying I don't want year one weapons to come back. I'm not saying I don't want EP to be refreshed or vendors to be refreshed. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is they can't have that included in the paid DLC because it's going to become a major point of criticism. Dude, we paid for this content and it's mostly reskins. It's mostly guns that we had in the past. That's what it would have turned into. So I still want them to do that. I think EP, Blindwell, uh, maybe even the Forge with with, with um, Brother Vance. I believe all those things could be replenished and reused in a smart way, but it would probably need to be free. And if you're going to do something to Shax, Zavala, uh, Saladin, and even maybe even the Drifter, if you're going to update them and make them be like Ikora, I don't know if they're going to want to have that be paid or free or what, because you got to be careful. The minute you do that, and people, even though a season pass is only $10, the minute you do that, people are going to be like, dude, I paid $10 and you're just shoveling out reskins, right? And so that's why I'm like, they got to do this right. If they bring back EP, if they suddenly give, you know, Shax and Zavala new stuff, they got to do it right to where people can't be like, I'm paying $10 and I'm just getting a bunch of reskins. It would need to be free. I think this sets up that, that up that up nicely, actually. 
I think this sets that up nicely. I think they've got the top track that's free, the bottom track that's paid. They could do something very similar in the game. They could be like, okay, this season we're doing a free update to one or two of the NPCs. It's just a, it's just two weapon frames and that's it. And it's free. Any member of the community that owns New Light can go to these guys and get these and grind strikes or grind crucible to get these weapons. Because that, to me, isn't a vendor refresh. That's, no, we're, we're actually changing the nature of how you pursue loot from a vendor. Because I, I remember buying god rolls in D1 and being like, this is kind of corny. Like, we're literally, we're literally buying, I filled my coffers with god rolls. I had a god roll angel's advocate. I got a god roll... Uh, it was, oh, the Dead Orbit, remember the Dead Orbit rocket launcher? Everybody's rushing to buy that, and then if you didn't get it, people were trying to get a random roll of it later, you know, we were all going and buying god rolls. That just felt silly. So it's like, looking backwards, I don't think is helping us right now. I want to look forwards. That's why when I looked at this and I was like, oh, season pass, leveling, getting a trickle of loot. Oh, we should be leveling up the NPCs. Like, we should be getting stuff from them. Like, we've been actually, we've actually been saying that for a long time, even before the season pass came out. We've been saying, it'd be cool to have a seasonal rank with an NPC that, like, earns you stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, not as corny as getting raid loot from a vendor for free, exactly. So, I just... I don't, I don't have patience for people that are going to come in there and do that. Like you're just you're just here to try to get a rise and to be disruptive. So I, plenty of people here disagree with me all day long. But if you're going to come in here and misquote me and misrepresent my argumentation and just try to be a disruption force of negativity, you can find another freaking stream to hang out in. Arson at dawn, not directly tied to the season pass, but how has the silver dust earn rate felt to you this season? There's no such thing as silver. I think what you mean is bright dust. There's no silver earn rate. Uh, I feel like the weekly bounty should deliver more than 100. No, the Bright Dust earn rate's fine. You had 3k at the beginning of the season and you haven't caught back up. Okay, here's the thing. If you're doing three characters and you're doing your weeklies and your dailies, you can easily get 3k a week. Easily. It's it's not it's not that bad. It, it, it is the earn rate's fair. The weeklies are the weeklies are pretty generous. Um Again, 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 again. I'm always going to come back to this. This is my one string banjo. Oh yeah, weeklies are 200, not 100. I'm going to keep coming back to this. This is my one string banjo. The Eververse and the storefront is not there for you to earn everything. The fact that they let you do that is like a goodwill gesture. A lot of vanity stores, there is no way to earn anything. They don't let you earn a single thing. It's all there to be purchased. Okay? So, if you want it, earn it, save up, and try to buy the things you think are the best but a self-published bungee with a free entry point destiny with a mushroomed community of over a million players in each category we had close to 2 million players playing PvE on Sunday that's ridiculous that's just PvE like maintaining a player base that size production costs, server maintenance all of that like a free to play entry point with a self-published company that size, there's going to be micros, and if you want to earn them all, you're, you're you're approaching it with bad expectations. Go to any other game, whether it's Dauntless or any other game that has that free entry point that has vanity items, you're not going to be able to earn them all. You just aren't. It just is not a thing. They gave you... Paul, Paul Tassi summarized it really, really well uh, on the Rageous Roundtable last night. He said, we've gone from being able to get like literally everything 
no effort, just play, and you get every cosmetic item from the season, and you're like bleeding bright dust, right? We've gone from that to being like, okay, there's a there's a there's a rhythm of bright dust, and there's some items each week you can get with bright dust, and people are like, what the frick is this? It's kind of like when the cell phone industry first came into into being. They wanted people under contract, so they would lose on the front end. They would just throw stuff at you. You want a cell phone? Here's everything, and here's a coupon to Burger King. It's like they would just throw everything in your lap to get you into contract. What happened two years later when people would come back in to get a new phone? They were like, where's all the red carpet treatment? Where's my free car charger? Where's my free case? Where's my pat on the back? Where's my Where's my Slurpee? Where's all the, where's all the love? And we were like, yeah, so... Uh, you need a cell phone now. It's a part of your daily life. So you're kind of in. We kind of got you hooked. And we don't need to treat you so nice anymore. So that car charger is going to cost you money. That thing over there is going to cost you money. That's essentially what happened here. People got used to those early seasons where it was just like, you ended every season, you're like, oh my gosh, look how much bright dust I have. I got every Eververse item this season. All all the engrams, I I got everything, right? We got used to that, and now it's like, well, hold on there. Uh, (laughs) Hold on there. We're going to restructure the store. You can still earn and buy stuff, and if you buy the season pass, there's a good amount of Eververse ornamental decorative vanity items in the season pass. But if you want to get everything, that's not really going to happen anymore. It's not really set up that way. And I think a lot of people are coming at this with two-year-old mentality of Destiny 2 feeds me vanity items like it's candy at a parade. Where's my vanity items? And they're angry they're not getting them. So to a certain extent, Bungie created this monster. They created the feed me. They created the feed me monster in the corner that's like, what gives? Dude, what gives? You you used to give me, you know, a, a ship and a sparrow and a shader a day, you know? That was awesome. Where is all that? And Bungie's like, you know, we're self-published now, and we're letting people play the dadgum game for free, and the DLC costs are ridiculously competitive and kind of low for how many hours of gameplay you guys get out of this game, and uh, <laughs> we need this thing over here to, to generate revenue. Do you like those free events? Do you like those free mysterious updates like the Outbreak Perfected? Yeah, we like them too. Hey, we need money to pay for that stuff. Like, we're a big company. Like, we're not creating this... We're not creating this stuff for free. Um, Bungie didn't create this entitled childless mentality. Well, right, Brody. But I I, I do want to be fair to the people that feel like the rug kind of got yanked out from underneath them. And I thought it was good that Paul Tassie brought that up. I'm trying to be somewhat empathetic and sympathetic to the people that are storming the internet right now about pretty things like ghost shells that like you can barely see in the game. I mean, obviously you can see when you're holding it, but like, you know, I, you know, people are getting pretty upset about this stuff. And I think some of it, not all of it, some of it is because Bungie basically were finding their way. I mean, do you guys remember they had that, <laughs> what was that stupid thing called? The prismatic matrix? <laughs> The, the prismatic matrix was dumb. 
I ended every season and got like every item and then like I was like this is stupid like what I got everything halfway through the season the prismatic matrix the prismatic facet in matrix was so stupid it was like halfway through the season I was like I got everything this is stupid I didn't even I I was stacking the dumb things to spend in the thing I was losing them what were they called it was the facet in the matrix one of them you could only stack up like three times and then you would lose it and every week I'd be like got it got it got it got it got it I got it all and then it would rotate and I'm like I got it all and it would rotate and I'm like I got it all and they, they didn't even and they even came back in a twab and said we're retiring that it didn't really work the way that we intended it to remember they introduced that and then they got rid of it like they've gone from being like overly generous to being like all right now hang on a minute we're gonna try and do both here we want to generate revenue we want to give you a pathway to earn the things that you like you know if you want to buy bright dust there's some stuff this week right here and then you come down here and there's a bunch of stuff right here you can buy with bright dust we're trying to do both here right we're trying to do both and I think it ultimately spoiled a lot of people and they just think, oh, I need that. Uh, Lethal Escape gifted a sub to feed. Thank you for doing that. Scott, the dude with 28 months. I missed that one, I think. Uh, Jatoek with 8 months. Spot on Lono, like always. Thank you. Welcome back. Uh, I think you can get all the ever stuff from the Undying just off Bright Dust. I don't know about that flame because we don't know what the rotation is, right? I don't know what the rotation is. I also don't think you can ever get exotic ornaments I don't think you can ever get exotic ornaments for Bright Dust. I could be wrong, but I don't know if I'm if I've, if I've been seeing the exotic ornaments rotating down into Bright Dust. I think you can get I think you can get like Ship Sparrows, Ghosts, Shaders, and that and and I think that's it. And maybe emotes. I don't know if the actual yeah the ornaments are silver only, aren't they? Like I don't know if any of these here's seasonal, right? This is a seasonal offering. This one right here is this ever available for dust? I don't know. I, I, th- there's a lot of these here. I don't know that the Peace Bringer, a better specimen, and the Sky Perdition are these ever available for Bright Dust? I don't think I've seen them available for Bright Dust. Um, I don't know. There are several that are silver only. Yeah, there's definitely stuff in here that's silver only. Uh, you can get a lot of stuff for Bright Dust, but there are definitely items, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with them having items that are like, nope. This is a premium item, and it's totally optional vanity, you know? Uh, Salt Vulture says, Do you think that the Eververse debate is big simply because people hyper-focus on everything that's new, even though they don't need it? I mean, who even uses the Queen Breaker? Why do you even need that ornament? Right, that was one of the points I tried to make recently, is like, if you actually come in here, okay, and you just count up the items that are emotes especially I think like are you do you really need every emote but like you're saying you've got an ornament okay so the thorn ornament's pretty baller okay but you got you got an ornament for uh yeah yeah the queen breakers you've got uh people use this people use this people use some of these guns but you know Jotun Thunderlord there is a lot of stuff in here that a lot of people aren't using like these ones here you know, are you really running around? Well, you might be using a bygones, probably not using the bad omens. But then when you get to the emotes, if you add up like the emotes and the ghost projections, there's literally two pages of stuff that you don't even care about. Uh, you know, I I just, I, I don't think a lot of this stuff, a lot of people are even paying any attention to. I don't know if it's the obsession with the new. I think it's people that are like, I would like to get everything. Do you want to know what created this monster? There's another thing that created this monster. 
it's this right here collections people love to go in here and they go back and they're like look at that dude oh yeah look at it oh i'm missing some right they come here and they're like oh yeah look at that i got them all i think collections have kind of fed this monster a little bit too because you come to your collections page and you're like wow look at all those cool ghosts wow look at all those cool ships i would like to have them all and obviously the further back you go you have most of them right because it was easier to get them back then i'm amazed at some of these seasons i don't have all of them that's crazy as much as i play um and then you get here and you're like man look at all the ships back here look at look at the quantity shrink as we get as we get further along and as the quantity shrinks you see people being like i can't get everything now again you and I are very different if you look at this stuff and think, I want every single one of these. Even though you know you're not going to use most of them. They're going to just sit in here. They're going to sit in the vault. They're going to go completely underutilized. Oh my gosh. Is that from the... Where does that come from? Uh, Eververse. Yeah, that looks like the um, that looks like the divinity. So, the... I get it. Somebody's going to look at this ship and they're going to be like, why isn't that in a raid? Come on, Bungie. Why isn't that in the raid? It looks like the divinity for crying out loud. Why would you not put that in the raid? And I completely hear where they're coming from. You know, I do. I completely hear where you're coming from. But I'm like, the vanity store had to change. And that means items like this, they don't add They don't add to the grind. They don't add to your experience. And people be like, well, they add to my experience. I, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a need for the game. What the game needs right now is they need a vanity store to be successful and the need for us to kind of get out of the way, you know, they need it. They need for us to get out of the way. I, I think that there's, there's greater value in having vanity items that are sold and loot in the activities. And if, if as things continue, okay, if as things continue, they're like, Hey, um, we're going to we're going to have oh so the cosmetics just updated so we can take a look at them as things continue if they're like we're going to have this activity over here with guns and armor and then here are ships and here are sparrows that kind of look like they maybe they should match and they should be be in there you know what i'm going to say to that that's fine i'm okay with that and i can buy this ship right now with bright dust and i'm going to cuz i love that ship i think that ship is cool um I don't know if I have Basalt Toxic. Ooh, that looks really good on guns. I am definitely buying that one. I don't know if I have that one or not. Shadow Strike with Bright Dust. Again, I don't know if I have it or not. I'm going to buy it just in case. So we're going to come down here to Bright Dust and we're going to see what's available. Oh, there we go. You can get the uh, the Broom the broom Sparrow available for Bright Dust right the frick now. I would definitely grab that. I'm not going to go for a Speed Demon Public Defender. Um, I do like it. There's your tombstone emote that everyone was so upset about. The tombstone emote is available. Uh, the one that, you know, you want to style on the guys in PvP. So again, I just, I think the more and more time goes by, I really think people are going to continue to struggle to really argue against this idea that, like, I cannot believe they've got stuff in there. There's so much cool stuff right now that we can get I'm going to go ahead and get the tombstone. It's not bad. That's a good one for when people go down in a raid too. Um, That's a good one. And then your seasonal stuff. I don't think this stuff rotates here, the seasonal stuff. Oh, this probably will. 
Um, no, this stuff stays static. Yeah, this stuff stays static. This stuff isn't going to change. Uh, but they're definitely they're, they're just featuring different things. Uh, the parting with the rose and then the boo, you know, transmat and stuff. So, um, I yeah, the people like I I I feel like the ship the ship was uh, two thousand bright dust. I just spent a, a lot of my bright dust. I just spent well over three thousand. But again, if you're doing the bounties and you're saving them over over time, there is definitely. There is definitely a time when you're like, dude, I want to get all that stuff. I want to get all that stuff. I want to get that ship. I want to get that emote. Um, I think there's, I think there's a time and a place for somebody to say, dude, this is this is well worth my time. This is well worth uh, me using. And you know, I I think that it's it it really comes down. Uh, there's more candy in the trees. Well, I don't really need the candy. Um, Unfortunately, I wish all brooms. I wish all brooms were insta summon. But since I got the, uh, since I got the 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 ghosts that are helping out on all the planets, um, I don't need to necessarily worry. Oh, that's pretty nice. There we go. So I know we're trying to get a group together to do the raid, but this is. I want to do maybe let's do a little bit. Let's do maybe fifteen more minutes of questions because we really spent a lot of time on some of these questions. Uh, tactical Gibbons, isn't it fair to say that ghost shells and sparrows specific to the raid uh, were a mainstay in Destiny One? No, that's not fair to say. That didn't happen until uh, Rise of Iron with Wrath. Oh no, there was. A, I'm sorry, there was a ghost in Kingsfall. There was a ghost. There was a ship. There was no sparrow though. Was there a King's Fall sparrow? Or was there or was there a sparrow for the for Wrath? I don't think there were sparrows. There were ghosts and ships, okay? Here's the thing though. It was a different time back then. The guns were static roll. The guns weren't that impressive. So like if you want to go back in time and act like Oh, th- those were so much better. Those were so much better because they had ghosts and sparrows. Yeah, but the loot was also not that great. I would argue that there are probably better guns in the current raid than in King's Fall. Wrath had some good guns. Wrath is still probably always going to be king. Wrath had the ship. Wrath had the sparrow. Uh, Wrath had a ghost. I'm sorry. Wrath had the, um, you know, Wrath had the the synergistic perks on the guns like Focus Firefly. Wrath has a lot in its corner. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys know me. I'm a huge fan of Wrath. You guys know what I think about Wrath of the Machine. Um, so, I I don't want to act like Wrath was not a, a, a paragon of a raid. But again, when Bungie goes self-published and makes a free entry point so the game can grow and so they can be on their own, if I have to sacrifice a ghost and a ship from the raid so the Eververse has stuff to sell, I'm I guess I'm willing to do that. I'm just kind of like, that's fine. Yeah, the Vex Gate's really coming together. Um, she's even kind of like, was she doing this last year? Uh, uh, last week, was she like bent over, like looking at her, looking at her little, her little, her little monitor there? Looks like she's uh, she's making some progress. Destiny's not free to people who actually play it. Well, but I mean, that's what I mean though. A free entry point. You can't underestimate like the cost of, of a free entry point. Like, that's a lot of people that don't have to spend any money to get into the game. They're taking up, you know, they're they're taking up space on the servers. They're, you know, they're, 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 they're not just in there not impacting the game. Matchmaking and all those things. Uh, Nightfalls are Tree of Probabilities, Will of the Thousands, and Broodhold. 
Um, there's that. And then your modifiers for strikes are arc, blackout, grenadier, freaking arc, die. Ugh. Uh, oh, the raid challenge bounty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go and see what she, if she's got it. I didn't even think to check it. I was, was just in the tower. I'm assuming that she's got it. Um, not Rivensbane. General thoughts on the season pass, namely XP per level, poor, good, bad rewards. My whole video is my general thoughts on it, so I'm not. I don't want to retread that. I think it's good. I think they can innovate on resetting it and rerunning it for hardcores, but I think it's great for casuals. Uh, stick-like weapon. I know I'm a Q&A or too late, but how do you feel about exotic catalysts? I was hoping we would have more. Exotic catalysts are so weird for me. I'm like, wait, she doesn't have it? So is it, what is it, active in the raid itself? It just says weekly challenges. Defeat the salvation for pinnacle gear. I don't understand. I don't so she's not selling a bounty for the challenge did we got a reset he corrected she has it oh she has a new clan bounty for the ordeals alright we're going over there right now it's Thursday wait did they push the challenge back to Thursday cause of the pinnacle patch I wonder don't do your raids I'm well aware that they're doing a pinnacle patch on Thursday but I thought they would at least launch the challenge today. I know we're supposed to save our pinnacles. I'm not that worried about it. I thought it would be fun to be one of the first people in there to try to figure out the challenge. Um, And we had people in chat that were willing. Uh, Weekly raid challenge. So, this one is total victory, summoning ritual, all for one. Yeah, it's not here. Uh, It's not here. So, I wonder... Do you think maybe is it some challenge appears as a modifier when you click on the raid? Oh, right here. A challenge awaits leftovers. Yeah. I say we get a group and try and go in there. So unfortunately, QA, there there was a ton of questions that got cut short. We haven't getting kind of bogged down with Eververse debates anyway. Um so I I'm willing to go in if we have a team. Do we have do we have a full team ready to go? If we have a full team ready to go, I'll keep doing Q and A. If you guys jump into the on deck waiting room and I see a full team, we'll uh we'll check it out. Challenges are back Leviathan style, right? So if you guys jump into the Discord into the on deck waiting room and I see a full team, then we'll check it out. Yeah, there's definitely something here. A challenge awaits. Tactical Gibbon says, to your point of the talk, I think it's difficult to equate the value of cosmetics from the season pass to direct purchase from the Eververse. While I would agree with you that finishing the season pass isn't too difficult, not everyone can complete it. I would also argue that, okay, dude, come on, people are going to complete it. It's really, really easy. Um, uh, not everyone can complete it. I would also argue that it's okay. However, as far as cosmetics go, some will get more value out of the pass than others. Is it fair to compare the value of the pass to direct purchase in the store? Yes, because listen, the whole store is subjective. So ornaments for guns, for exotics, emotes like this, ships, you may look at any of those in the store and be like, that's junk, I don't want it, okay? So that's, that, that's, that's a moot point. You can look at anything in the store and be like, dude, I don't want any of that junk, that's ugly. Or somebody else might be like, dude, are you kidding me? That ornament's hot. So 
I think it is fair to add up ornamental armor sets for each class, two ornaments for legendary weapons, an ornament for a gun, an exotic emote, an exotic ship. I think it is fair to add all that up and be like, that's like 50 or $60 worth of Eververse ornamental decorative vanity items. You liking it or disliking it has, th- has no bearing on the discussion. You're getting it. You're just, here's stuff, you know? Here's stuff for $10. It's a great value point. We've only got three people in the Discord right now. That's why I didn't end Q&A. We might not have a full team of people willing to sacrifice their pinnacles. Um, Sarex says, Why do you think Bungie is so slow uh, to balance updates? I mean, One-Eyed Mask is a big problem for people in the player base. Even Titan players think the helm is stupid, but they recently said uh, they're going to pay attention to it. Not even a nerf call. Same goes for the last word and many other things. I just don't think they're quick. They're not quick... they are not quick to nerf things anymore. I mean, they are, they do nerf stuff. They do break stuff. I mean, they broke the breakneck and they broke the Redricks, but like, I think that their hesitance to say, yeah, let's, let's take a crack at the, the one eyed mask. Like more than likely it's not a front burner issue for them. Uh, there could be bigger issues of balance in play. Uh, they could be looking at, you know, the presence of one-eyed mask in the crucible maybe gets exaggerated by the people that die to it. I mean, we, we, we kind of got a taste of that from Clintus. You know, he says he plays with people and it's like every death, everything that happens, it's, oh, I got killed by that again. I got killed by that again. And it's just like, you know, Clintus really was good to highlight that, that like, there's a lot of things about, uh, the crucible that people just tend to gear blame, gear blame, gear blame. And I get why people do that. So I think One-Eyed Mask needs a dress, but I think Bungie's kind of like, dude, we're going to break the thing. You know, they already addressed it once, and for them to have to do it again, I don't think they're in a hurry to basically give people that feeling of, great, everybody complained about One-Eyed Mask, and now it's a piece of junk. Um... Because I'm not saying it doesn't need a dress. I'm just saying Bungie likely is prioritizing different things right now would be my would be my guess. They're like, you know, it, it's a problem. It's got a lot of use. It's one of the more commonly equipped items in the Crucible. Uh, but we're, you know, we're not going to address it right now. Or they're doing lots of internal testing. Because again, if they're going to make this pivot, okay... If they're if they're gonna make this pivot and make an update to it, they need to make sure it's a good update and and not either destroy it or have something they gotta walk back or have something that they you know they they hit too hard. It's if there's a, there's a fine line between destroying an item and having like a tasteful adjustment to the item. So, I I know they're slow. I know they're slow. I I just think you have to understand that what they're doing right now it, it isn't really tied to. PvP and Crucible updates. It just isn't. Ash and Hollow. From a business perspective, would it be good or bad to have Nostalgic Ingram's reward year 3 stuff next year considering a good chunk, uh, not according to the data mine, are going to be silver purchase only? There's no data mine that shows that a good chunk of the stuff is silver only. I don't know where you got your information. We literally just saw a bunch of stuff rotate down in the bright dust today. I don't know where this data mine came from. Bungie has indicated that, uh, you know, there's actually a smaller... I thought they were quoted as saying there's a smaller portion of things that'll be silver only. I don't know. A year from now, if they want to do the nostalgic thing, great. Why? Because again, it just lets people get stuff. It keeps you in line with like thinking through getting vanity items, you know? And then you're constantly checking the Eververse. 
Jinja, do you think they could bring back factions in a way with the season pass? For example, you pledge allegiance to New Monarchy for that season, and alongside the season pass, you're earning faction-themed cosmetics. I love this idea. I don't know if you want to tie it to the season pass, but I think you could definitely tie it to the season. You go to them, and you pledge, and you have a rank with them, and they have rank rewards, and they have things that you're doing throughout the season. TP Fearless, do you think people overreact about One-Eyed Mask? Many people complain about Titans and constantly want to nerf them. It gets kind of annoying when people complain about a PvP to make it easier for them to get kills I don't know what you're talking about one-eyed mask with recluse has got to be one of the most broken things I've ever fought against but I don't think Bungie's in a hurry to break the exotic one-eyed mask with recluse is got to be one of the most broken things I have ever fought against the guy they're unkillable they they got a gun with a TTK that's instantaneous and they got an overshield it's just you know what I mean Festival of Lost Gear is going to be available for Bright Dust. It's not like regular Undying Eververse rotations. Right, but I think a year from now, if they put those in Nostalgic, that's probably fine. You know? That's probably going to be fine. How are you going to say that? What do you mean, how am I going to say that? One-Eyed Mask is broken, bro. Like, I don't want them to rush to break it. I like it. I like exotics. I like exotics that clearly turn the tide of fights. Like, but dude, that thing is freaking broken. I don't know how you could say it's not broken. It, <laughs> like, it, the, when a Titan has that with Recluse, it just is like, I, I don't know. I, it, it, it's bad. I just, I, I don't think they're in a hurry to break it. You know, they're not in a hurry to break it. Has Ultra Ultra Sorrows diminished the need for Nightmare Hunts? Uh, It not only has its own loophole, but has a decent turnover of fragments. If you can run Gaul, Fanatic... Oh, we didn't look at the Nightmares. What the frick just happened? I don't know why it did that. Um, I hit this... I hit the button on my controller and it, like, closed the game. Okay. We didn't check the Nightmares. We have Omnigol. We have Skolas. Hey! Everyone celebrate! The Fanatic is back! You can burn him quickly, we'll do a time trial guide for him, and you can grind for the uh, Essence of Insanity for the Grenade Launcher. I don't no, no, I don't agree with you, because if you can burn Gaul, Fanatic, or any of the others in 5 minutes, I think it's a better turnover rate. It's a far better turnover rate than the uh, Sorrow. It's But that's a great public event space, you're grinding for the weapons, you get a secondary benefit of getting you know the Essences and the, and the Fragments. You know, I, I think there's a definite benefit there. So... Um, I do. I do want to be respectful of the guys that have loaded into the Discord that are willing to take a crack at this. Uh, um, this uh, this challenge. Um, I don't want to like leave them hanging. So I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take like. W- I'm gonna take one more question here. Um. Uh, I want it to be on 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 point here. Uh, we are console. I've reached seventy one on the season. I just want to know what's the easiest way to boost through the rank without having to wait for bounties that reset. I mean, repeatable bounties, bounties, cash in bounties with your friends that are with you, uh, weeklies and dailies. I mean, that's basically it. I mean, you you just that you're basically doing all the things. Um, you're doing all the things. That's just that's kind of it. Um. That's kind of how it goes. Uh, So, I... uh, 
there's not like a specific way to do it once you're out of like the big payouts you just kind of have to wait you know there's not some secret yeah you can buy season ranks but you don't need to do that you got time you have a whole month of november you have a whole month of november you got plenty of time you do not need you do not need to be buying uh rank up so we're going to transition now to try to get the, the raid challenge done if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me at say no to rage.com as with all of my content please like share and subscribe